don't know about you, but I am one who does not like snakes. I'm going to be serious. I just, I, I get panicky. I get scared whenever I see them. I don't want to touch them. I've had some experiences with snakes before that I'm not really fond of. Uh, I remember mowing my grass one time uh, back. I lived I lived in this three acres of, of, of land, and I was push mowing the, the grass. And I remember I moved this this one piece of wood that was in the the yard as a you know a little four by eight sheet uh, that kind of washed up from from some some trash area there and I I picked it up and moved it and whoop, here comes this snake popping up and I am I'm gonna admit I ran back to the house screaming like like a little kid there about snake snake and then I remember coming back out there and I had my axe and I had a shovel and I had the lawnmower and I had everything I was gonna get this snake uh, because I was I was just so petrified that this snake happened to be there and so and, and then I get there and it's gone and the rest of the time as I'm mowing the grass, I'm like mowing like this, keeping an eye out for this snake because I was so afraid of this snake coming back. Well, I wanna to talk to you today about shake the snake, shaking the snake. And I want you to go with me to Acts chapter 28. And we see here that Paul uh, has an experience with the snake here himself. So I'm gonna read in chapter 28 of Acts, starting in verse one. Once safely on shore, now this is about the, the shore of Malta here. Once safely on shore, we found out that the island was called Malta. The islanders showed us unusual kindness. They built a fire and welcomed us all because it was raining and cold. Paul gathered a pile of brushwood, and as he put it, in, put it on the fire, a viper, driven out by the heat, fastened itself on his hand. When the islanders saw the snake... Hanging from his hand, they said to each other, This man must be a murderer, for though he escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. But Paul shook the snake off into the fire and suffered no ill effects. The people expected him to swell up or suddenly fall dead, but after waiting a long time and seeing nothing unusual happened to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. Funny how they went from believing him to be the murderer to one who now they're saying, he's a god, he survived, he's a god. But what I want us to really look at here is Paul shook the snake. Now again, I share with you some of my own stories there about how I was, I, I, I just, I hate snakes, literally. I just can't stand to be around them. There's just something about them that really freaks me out. And I'm not embarrassed to say that. I am that kind of guy who, ah, I'd rather be in a room full of spiders than be even close to one snake, all right? But Paul, as he's putting the firewood into the fire, again, it says it's driven out by the heat and comes and attaches itself onto him. And, and he just shook it off. Nothing happened. And I want to talk about my belief as to why nothing happened and how that relates to us. Because, see, as we go through life, we're going to have times where we have snakes that are clinging on to us. 
that there's going to be these snakes. I mean, it's no, it's no surprise. John 10.10 tells us that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's exactly what this snake was trying to do. It was trying to be driven out by the heat there. It was attaching itself in hopes of, of injuring, of killing Paul, right? And, and, and maybe... Maybe this viper was sent by the enemy, I don't know, but, but it, it was there to do destruction to Paul's life, to still kill and destroy from this, this event that Paul was on his way to. In fact, if we go back a little bit more, we'll find that he's actually on his way to Rome. He's going to stand before Caesar. And so we have this, this, this experience that he's being transported from one place to another. The storm comes, and it kind of damages their ship, throws them on the shore. They're hanging out on Malta there. This event happens, but it opens the door for three months of ministry on Malta before they finally do go over on to Rome. But here's where I want us to kind of, to kind of take a look here for a moment. Go with me to Acts 23. Because we have another experience here, <clears throat> maybe the one that leads all up to this. In the first part of, ch of chapter 23, I'm going to be looking at, uh, let's start in verse 9, 23, 9. There was a great uproar, and some of the teachers of the law who were Pharisees stood up and argued vigorously. We find nothing wrong with this man, they said. What if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him? The dispute came, became so violent that the commander was afraid Paul would be torn to pieces by them. He ordered the troops to go down and take him away from them by force and bring them into the barracks. Bring him into the barracks. The following night, the Lord stood near Paul and said, Take courage, as you have testified about me in Jerusalem, so you will also testify in Rome. Now, here is the point that I want us to see today. I want us to understand that Jesus himself has come and visited Paul, and he gives him this word, Paul, you have a mission. You've been testifying about me here in Jerusalem, but you're not done. You will testify about me there in Rome. And Paul knows this now. Paul got a physical physical encounter with Jesus here. Another one. He had, he, had, he had one already when he was on the road to Damascus there, but now he's got one while he's in jail, and it's a promise. And it's, it's, it's almost as if it's a prophecy, Paul, this is going to take place. And so the rest of the events that we see here that happen to Paul, these are his shaking the snake moments. He knows the viper is not going to kill him because his mission is not done. He knows that he can stand on the fact that this viper is, is, is nothing. There's really nothing that this viper can do to him because God has already given him the promise. This is faith, right? We talked a little bit about faith in some of our previous times together, but this is faith. And this is a faith that we can hold on to because what I want to point out today is how many times has God given you a promise? And what have you done with that promise? How many times has God told you something, and what have you done with it? When the enemy comes, when those snakes come and they attach onto you, do you give up the dream, or do you shake the snake? And here's the thing, is these, these snakes are going to come in a variety of different ways. Sometimes they might come as a temptation. Sometimes they might come as a, as a, as a 
an easy to see viper, one that we know, oh, you're a viper, I'm going to just shake you off. But there are going to be those times when it's going to come and it's going to slither in there really carefully. And, and, and it's going to maneuver and attach itself onto you before you even see it coming. So in those moments when God has given you a word and these vipers come, what do you do? I'll give you an example. So when I was nine years old, I received a prophecy by a pretty well-known prophet um, that I was going to be a pastor at nine years old. Now, at nine years old, that's not what I wanted to do, to be honest with you. I was not looking at being a minister. You know, I was more into what nine-year-olds are into. Oh, I'm going to play professional sports or something like that, even though I'm not really good at sports. That was my dream, though, right? I was going to be professional sports or, or I was going to go into the music business, you know, because I enjoyed music. I thought, oh, I'm going to be a Christian singer or something. But, but I get this prophecy, you're going to be a minister. You're going to be a pastor. And my first thought was, okay, whatever. But as time went on, I began to kind of embrace this more. Yeah, God's calling me to be a minister. But the vipers also came. I've had a variety of vipers come throughout my life. I've had, I've had temptations come. I've had, I've had vipers come and attach themselves to me. I've had relationships that were vipers. I've had uh, temptations that were vipers. I've had uh, addictions that were vipers. Some of them, like I said, some of them were easy to see. Oh no, uh, get away from me, viper. I'm shaking you off. You're going to deter me from this, from this prophecy that God has given me. And then there's been other ones that I have not shook off. They attached. And I, it's like I walked around for a long time with this snake on my hand, just hanging. But here's the point. God gave a prophecy. He gave a word to Paul. And Paul, knowing that when this viper attached itself to him, knowing that this was just a detour, knowing that this was not part of God's plan, knowing God's end result already, I am on my way to Rome. I am going to go to Rome. I am going to stand before Caesar. I am going to preach. I am going to minister in Rome. This snake is not going to stop me from that. Shake it, shake it, shake it off. That's what Paul did. And that's what I want us to see as we read this passage here, that we have to shake off these snakes. I have not done that. Not in every case. For those of you who know my story, you know the addiction that I have gone through and how I didn't shake that snake for years. I left it on there. I went through other situations, though, too. I went through a divorce. And in that moment, you know, I remember thinking as I'm going through this divorce here and and, and being a single dad all, all of a sudden, all this, and, and thinking, man, this is like no one is going to want to allow me to be a minister because I have this divorce now. In fact, I even remember going to a church and hearing the minister when I was asking him about it, saying, you know, hey, what, what, what do you think about this? And, and he bluntly told me, you're never going to be a minister. You can't. The best you can be now is going to be a Sunday school teacher because... You have a divorce, and God hates divorce, and God's not going to put you in a position where you are going to be able to speak to people of that magnitude, of that type, 
because of what you've been through. And I remember how it's almost as if in that moment, the viper put his fangs in a little farther, held on a little tighter, and how this type thing, this, this comment really hurt me because it made me look at myself as with well, a promise that God gave me when I was nine, it's never going to happen now. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy comes to draw us away from God's promise, to draw us away from God's plan. That enemy, it might have been sent from the enemy. That snake might have been sent from the enemy to stop Paul from what he was about to do, to stop Paul from the ministry that God had for him. That could possibly be the, the, the truth of where that snake came from. But Paul, knowing what God had already told him, shook the snake off. I want us to be at a point, and by us, I am including me, I want us to be at a point where we know what has God told you. I know what God has told me. I, I am holding on to what God has told me now. I want us to be at a point where we know what God has told us and we are not going to be swayed even by these snakes that lurch out and jump on us and, 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 and drill their fangs in there. What did Paul say to Timothy when Timothy was starting to have doubts, when Timothy was starting to wonder? He said, don't have shipwrecked faith. Don't let your faith be shipwrecked. You got to hold on to what God has told you. You got to hold on to those things that we prayed over you. You got to hold on to those promises that we spoke to you because they were on God's heart. What has God spoken to you? What prophecies has he given you? That's what we got to hold on to. We got to have faith that God is going to keep his word to us. And so when those snakes do come in, what do we got to do? Shake them off. Shake them off. You know, I look at Adam and Eve. A literal snake came in and started talking and started getting, you know, swaying the decision. Well, she didn't shake it off. And what do we have as a result? We have a, a, a sin that opens. Uh, and, and now, oh, we're naked. We're exposed. You know, it, it, it caused them to not have part of what God wanted to give them. Then you look at someone like Jesus, though, and it's prophesied about him in Isaiah and some of the other prophets there that prophesy about this coming Messiah. And as try as he might, the enemy is trying to stop this from happening, even to the point of, of Jesus, don't die on the cross, right? No, oh, don't, don't, don't worry about this. Oh, la, 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 la. We find what? Jesus shook the snake. There is an example for us. He shook the snake. Paul, when he was bit, shook the snake. We have to shake the snake. We can't allow the snake to stop us from the promise that God is calling us to. What would have happened if the, if the children of Israel had never made it to the promised land? They had plenty of snakes. They even had snakes literally and all that, right? They had to shake the snake. They had to keep their eyes on Jesus and what he was saying. That 
was the promise that was given to them. You're going to move into that promised land. They needed to shake those snakes so they could continue on in the promise that God had given them. So what is the promise that God has given you? And what vipers are coming and trying to attach themselves onto you? When the vipers come, be like Paul. Even if you got to make a little dance out of it. But don't let those snakes stay on you. Shake the snake. Hey, this is Pastor Daniel. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Obedient Sheep podcast. If you'd like to get more information on this ministry or even get in contact with me, please go to obedientsheep.net. There you'll be able to leave your information, drop a line, send a prayer request, or even check out the other resources that are available. Thank you again for checking out this ministry, and we hope you have a blessed day.